Thanks for being a part of In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And our guest in this episode, the man in the middle, DJ Reader. As the old saying goes, it all starts up front. And DJ Reader is the leader of the pack in terms of being an immovable object. <laughs> you are not going to single block DJ Reader and expect to knock him off the line of scrimmage. In fact, if you put two on him, you're not going to knock him off the line of scrimmage. And he'll keep those linemen from getting up to that linebacker level. He'll keep Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt free and easy coming downhill, making plays. DJ Reader is playing at an extremely high level. He's going to talk about what he's doing, talk about his teammates, talk about the opponents that they uh, have just beaten and the upcoming opponents. He's going to talk... Bengals football at its finest. The man, the stud, DJ Reader. Thanks for being part of In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And as always, we are coming to you from our outstanding studios provided by First Star Logistics. And we are talking to a man that is dominating in the trenches. He is the man in the trenches. We're talking about pro bowl, nose tackle, DJ Reader of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm telling you, my man, if you don't make the pro bowl this year, there should not be a pro bowl. <laughs> man, we'll see, man. You know how that goes. That's a, that's the whole thing in itself, and we'll see. I hope it goes that way, man. You know, unfortunately, I hope we're still playing, but we'll see. Yeah, you are you are playing at such an extraordinary level, and uh, you know, let's just look at the last game against the Cleveland Browns. You have five solo tackles as a nose tackle. You have five solo tackles, and then behind you, a linebacker by the name of Logan Wilson has fourteen solo tackles, seventeen total. So you guys. Combined for 19 tackles right yeah. in the middle of the Bengals yeah. defense football team. I mean, yeah. how big was that? Man, it was huge, man. It was huge for us. You know, anytime I can clean the pitcher for Logan a little bit, it always means a lot. And then, you know, just me being able to have, make my plays, I was glad he left a couple of plays out there for me. So I was able to make a few. He left a few out there for me, let me make a couple. So I was just appreciative of him, man, just doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, there's an old saying, and you played baseball, you were a catcher. And I, I believe in this old saying, that, you know, if you're strong up the middle defensively, like in baseball, catcher, second best shortstop, center field, you're strong up the middle defensively, you got a good defense. You're strong yeah. up the middle defensively in football, nose tackle, linebacker, safeties. I mean, all you got is DJ Reader, Logan Wilson. Then you got uh, Bell and, and Bates in the secondary of safety. Man, that's pretty good up the middle defensively now. That's a good start, isn't it? Yeah, we're definitely good through the middle. And, you know, the guys on the outside, they got speed and athleticism. We're sturdy through the middle and got an athletic build on the outside. So I think we built pretty well. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. So, DJ, in three weeks, you shut down the King. Henry and Chubb, in a three-week time frame, they combine for 72 yards. Combined. I mean, that that's extraordinary. In the second half, Cleveland rushes for six yards. I mean, that that's that's nuts. That's crazy. What was the key 
just slamming those two running games down like that. How did you stop that engine? How did you stop those guys at the position? They're amongst the best. Uh, they both had a thousand yards rushing coming into those games. I think everybody's just, you know, pretty committed to the run game. I think that's really what it is. We want to make every team more dimensional. So, you know, I think they're just committed to the road game. And everybody's focusing in on it. They know what they got to do and make sure if we can make a team one dimensional, we feel like we got a really good chance in that game. You know, it's it's uh, it's amazing the difference in the numbers when you're in the football game and when you're not. It's over a yard per carry differential. When you're in the game, the Bengals are second in the NFL in rushing yards per attempt, <laughs> number two in the entire league. And when you're not, you know, it's 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 far from that. And I'm not saying that it's just one guy, but you are a huge difference. I mean, you knock them back. You invert that line of scrimmage. I mean, it, it's a, it's a different thing to watch when DJ Reader's in the football game. What, what's your, what's your mindset when you line up? Are you what are you what are you looking at? What are you looking for? Are you looking at what kind of pressure the center's putting on the ball to see if it's a run or a pass? Are you looking at stances out of the other line? Are you looking in the backfield for tips? What are you looking at when you line up, man? Um, typically looking at formation and then um. You know, kind of getting a feel, gauging a feel for what I feel like is coming in that formation. Then it all comes down to like really the tip in the pad of the offensive lineman for me. If uh, I feel any reach blocks, I feel like those, those blocks are easy, easier for me to defeat. He reaches and bases, I'm kind of locked and loaded for those. And then, you know, if I feel like he's stepping away, then that's where it really when I got to do a lot of my catch up time. But reaches and bases, I feel like you got to have. Two blocks in your chamber, you know you can defeat. And you know, I feel like if you reach me or you base me, I can win that battle most of the time. No doubt. I mean, if people try to single block you, they're crazy. I mean, the, the eye in the sky don't lie. Watch the tape. They can't. You, you can't be blocked single block. I mean, you just can't. It's uh, it's. But it it does it doesn't surprise me though that w when you say you're looking at formations because this football team, not only a gifted football team physically. But man, you got a lot of smart football players now. I mean, it, this team has a lot of guys with a tremendous football IQ, including yourself, in film study and you know the preparation part of it. And and you know, oh, out of this formation, they do this, this percentage, and they do that. These are the two things I'm going to be looking for. That's big, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. You know, it's a testament to coaches and the guys. We see a lot of looks during, during just on film during the week and. I think guys hone it, hone on to those looks and make sure that we we understand what comes up in certain formations and what comes up in certain circumstances. We do a good job of playing like scenario football and just knowing what situations are coming up and being ready for them. You know, guys guys are always ready in those big moments. I think guys thrive off making those plays. You know, um, as a former lineman myself, I remember yeah. when we had a guy like Tim Crumry or a defensive line, you know, a pro like Mike Reed way back in the day, a, a pro bowl, you know, player like yourself that we mm -hmm. had to practice against. And I'm like, man, practice is harder than the game. I mean, <laughs> I, the, the games are a vacation, man. The games are, the games are easy street. It's like, man, during the week, uh, you know, you're trying to sharpen yourself against iron, man, trying to be iron, mm -hmm. sharpening iron. And uh, I, oh, I really think, that the Bengals offensive line over a period of time, time on task, practicing against yourself and BJ and other guys, the inside. I mean, I, I think, I think Karras and Volson are really finishing blocks big time because they have to in practice. I mean, you guys, 
you guys set uh, set such good habits, you know, uh, the way you practice against each other. Yeah, I think during the camp period, we did a great job of just going at it. Everybody was competitive the whole period. We came out of there fairly healthy, but it was a really, really competitive camp. And, um, I saw a lot of improvement from not only just the first game, just those guys understand. They work really hard together, though. Um, Cordell's one of the hardest working rookies I've ever seen in my life. Really? Uh, and the other guys, you know, they, they lead him along and they're there, and he spends a lot of time at the facility just understanding that, you know, he's maximized his opportunity. It's about ball, and that's what he cares about. And they, they all do a great job of being in the building, understanding, working hard together, and doing a better job of gelling. You're right. It's like, you know, as an offensive line, you want to be five playing as one. Yeah. As a, as a defensive line, you guys want to be, you know, gelling and, and, and playing off each other's strengths and everything, too. And uh-huh. the thing that's noticeable about your defensive line, everybody gives full effort every snap. Hubbard, Hendrickson, you know, uh, uh, B.J. Hill, you, you're you the prime example of it. I mean, every it kind of like it's contagious, right? I mean, everybody, yeah. I don't want to be a guy that's not giving the effort. You put the tape on, it's like, man, those guys are – they're busting a little bit more. I don't want to be the guy that ain't busting it. It's, it gets contagious, right? Yeah, and it's held in the standard in our room. You're going to empty the tank, and if you don't got anything left, you got to trust that you've prepared that young guy next to you to be ready to go in there at any moment and be able to go in there and get you some plays off and let him do his thing. If he's in there hot, let him go out there and strike. You know, I'm never going to be a player. If I see a guy there who's hot, if me or Josh are hot, I'm never going to be a guy who's like, no, no, no. I'm going to be like, let Josh play. Let him spin. Let him play. Let him play a little bit. Go around, get his body warm. There might be series that I may feel good. I'm going to let Josh go in or I'm going to tell him to mix up the lineups. If I see something that I feel like it's not working, I'll be like, all right, well, Josh, you go in with BJ, I'll go in with Zach when y'all get tired. That way, just just to mix things up because we got to be able to trust a lot of people in these moments. And, you know, there's a lot of guys on our team that get to play and we got to be able to trust them in those big moments. So, you know, we got full confidence in them. That paid dividends, that mindset that you're talking about in your absence. I mean, you have the knee injury in your absence. The defense played very well. Yeah. It's a much it's a much better defense with you playing. There's no doubt about that. But it still did play very well. And and that's a testament to, like you said, everybody, uh everybody next man up, everybody being ready to expand their role and, and step right in there. By the way, how's the knee doing? Is everything good there? Doing good. Everything's good. Um, you know, been getting got a lift in today. Everything's good. Uh, feels great. Um, so I got no complaints out of it. Uh, it's been it's holding up pretty fine. I feel like in the run game, so I feel good. Yeah, man, you're you're an immovable object, man. Nobody nobody's knocking DJ Reader back. That ain't happening. It's just <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. There's no way. Um, but talk about how you guys have. Uh, it's, there's been not only in the defensive line, but in the secondary at the wide receiver position. Other people have had to, you know, hold down the fort. Um, you lose a guy like JB uh, Jamar Chase for for a good bit of time. Go three and one in the four games without him, you know. And um, just this past game, a couple of receivers, Higgins and Boyd can't go, and the two Trents, you know, Trent Irwin and, and Trent Taylor step up and make plays. It's happened at every position. What is it about this football team that everybody trusts each other to be ready? and know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, man. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, a testament to just the guys just really locking in on 
what what we do. We got a lot of guys who play scout team and who are backups, and you know they they're really really good at what they do. They do a great job at doing their their routine and just being ready when they have to get called upon. And I, you know that that means a lot. You know a guy like Trent Taylor, he's a third round pick, or where he was in San Fran. He's a he's a guy who's played a lot of ball. Right. And he's played a lot of ball just understanding it and um you know when guys go down i feel like they they always feel like they can step up and get in there and get open we see them get open to practice so it doesn't surprise us you know they we watch them cook people stanley all those guys i mean they, they we we have the utmost confidence in them to get open especially on other teams sure they get open on us all the time and they, they you know they they might make us look silly on a card that we know is coming they still somehow figure out a way to get open so that it 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 doesn't surprise us, man. Trent Trent Irwin got the coldest releases in the league. He he's a, he's, a, he's a good he's a great target every time. I was so happy to see him get that tutty on that flea flicker. I tell you, um, you in a three week period, you face two <laughs> that have gone for over a thousand yards. And then in between there, you have to deal with Mahomes in a mm-hmm. totally different type of offense. And with Kelsey, you know that that one two dynamic duo, and you guys shut. All of it down. Lou Anarumo having great faith uh, in the versatility of his players and how much he can put in his packages and um, how much he can disguise things because he knows you guys can not only handle it physically, everybody can handle it mentally. How excited are you guys when, you know, the game plans presented on Wednesday to see what Lou's got going on this week? Oh, man, we just know it's going to be always be something different. We usually have most of it in, though, just – there's things we practice or things we went over. We just always got to bring it back up because our offense, you know, I think the weapons we got on offense, it presents a lot of challenges during camp. So we have to put things in to make sure we prepare it out there in practice. So, huh. you know, going against that offense all the time, you, you got to put things a lot, a lot of different stuff in. All those guys can do something different. So you got to like try to make, mix them up. You got to try to confuse Joe back there. Maybe get Jamar thrown off his route a little bit. So it's, it's, it's tough on us just going good on good and then mixing the guys throughout the season. We've been fortunate that the guys are competitive. We feel like we can play with anybody. And that's an interesting point, you know, that it, it, it is competitive, um, you know, at training camp and, and nobody mm-hmm. wants to be embarrassed. And you will, you know, it's like mini schemes to stop each other that day. In yeah. Yeah. I mean, scheming up the whole day. There's, there's certain peers that aren't scripted, and you're scheming up the whole day to try to get this one play open. Or you, you know that this everybody's got a tough down. I always tell people this on the field: everybody's got a tough down. You know it's going to be a tough down on your team, even if it is scripted. You just want to see how they're going to react to it. And as a player, you never want to be embarrassed. So you just out there, you, you know, you're trying to make sure you're on your stuff. You, you understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's excellent. That's 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 really 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 good stuff. Um, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Let me let me get your perspective from the defensive side of things with with a guy like Joe Burrow. What does Joe Burrow mean to the defensive side of the football team? Oh man, I think I don't think people realize how competitive that kid is at everything, no matter what we're doing. He's a killer back there. He's you know, he's super competitive. He's Really, really athletic. He's smart. I love I, one of the things I love about Joe Burrow is he keeps two hands on the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people pay attention to it as much as I do, but me being a defense lineman, rushes the quarterback, mm-hmm. he's always got two hands on the football. Right. Which, like, 
as a player, is feel you feel so much safer when he's just back there moving around, especially even when he's you know moving around at will. Maybe he might throw throw here or there, but like you, you feel I feel so much safer when he has the ball in his hand because he's always got two hands on it. He's super smart. He goes through his reads, and he, he's going to be out there. And, and that's another thing he does that's super cool in campus. Is, you know, he gets to chatter. He chatters back and forth. <laughs> he has his little jokes and stuff, and you know he's out there playing chess. He's, he's a really really impressive impressive young man in our locker room. Who's a really really good leader. Let me ask you, have you played against the GOAT? Have you played against Brady yet in your career? Yeah, I have. I have played against him a bunch of times. I practiced against him, played against him, been around him a lot. So what How? What are the similarities and differences uh, with Borrow and Brady? Are they more cut from the same cloth than different cloth? Uh, I think just more so how competitive they are. You can yeah. tell both of them truly, truly want to win, and it's, it's not over until the game is over with either one of them. You see that locked in, that zoned in that they both have. And also that, that you know, that, that younger, that calm and when needed to to be a leader, when you need to step up, when you need to say something, they both have that ability. Play style, you know, I think they're decisive. I think they're a little bit different, but I think they're both very, very decisive people. So they know what they want. Even when out there playing, they're not out there making up their mind on the fly. They kind of know where they want to go. They're, they're being decisive and accurate with what they got going on. And I think they move, both move really well inside the pocket. You know, even Brady at an older age, just his his awareness inside the pocket, the way he moves, get, whether it's getting the ball out, getting down, not taking a, a big hit. He might take a sack, but it might fall down. He might get down last second. He He's very smart. Joe's a little bit younger, a little bit more athletic in that aspect. So. I think he, they, you know, they, they, he, he differs in that aspect. He can still get out and run a little bit. Right. He can extend and create. Uh, Brady. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's a lot faster, so he can create. Right. You know, I feel like when he gets an open field, he feel like he about to score every time. I see that look in his eye every time. <laughs> so, uh, Brady, I, I agree with you. The pocket manipulation, just a little slide move here, a step up mm-hmm. in the pocket there, and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it's it's mind boggling, DJ, that. This guy, 45 years old, has thrown more passes than anybody in the NFL and has completed more passes than anybody in the NFL, and the ball still comes out of his hand with some juice on it, juice. man. It does. Oh. It does. It's the craziest thing to think about. I was talking to um, one of my friends the other day, and he's like, dude, and one of my older friends, he was like, man, I'm 45 years old. I can imagine throwing a baseball 40, 40 times in the in a day. He said, my shoulder would fall off. He's out there throwing football and people hitting him. He's like, it's crazy. He says, it's insane. You know, when you look at it, it's like 45 years old. He's been in the league for 23 years. He's been in mm-hmm. the league longer than rookies are, have been on earth. I mean, yeah. he, a lot of rookies in the NFL in, in, in this in this year weren't born. I mean, Cam Taylor Britt probably wasn't born when Tom Brady broke into the National Football League. When you think about that, that's psycho, man. That's crazy. Yeah, he's out there playing a long time, at a high level for a long time. Yeah. So when you look at tape, um, what do you – well, you're just that studying, that beginning that process. But numbers, you know, numbers say they they throw it more than anybody in the NFL, Mm -hmm. and they run it less. They've – their attempts – 
their yards per game, their yards per carry, all of it is is last in the league. I mean, they're they're almost like Brady getting the ball out of his hand quickly with their quick game, their screen game. It's an extension of their running game. They don't really – the running game is um, kind of like a stepchild, isn't it? Yeah, I think it would be a little bit different. Um, but, you know, I think he still wants to run the ball. So we'll see. You know, we'll, they're, they're going to check it and make sure and go through all the checks. And But, you know, he's still out there being Brady, man. He's still out there slinging it around. And he's got some weapons and – we we'll have to make sure we check those, and hopefully our offense has another great day. Honestly, that's that's what it looks like. So when you're looked at tape at, at this stage, I know it's early stages in the week, but what, what do you see out of their offensive line? Is it a pretty decent group? Uh, yeah, we got some athletic players. Um, uh, you know, we're gonna have our hands full, and we're gonna definitely have to make sure we're we're doing a great job of being on our P's and Q's. Uh, they run some interesting stuff, some schemes. And, how they block certain things up. So I'm excited. So when you when you look at it, you guys have done a great job of they gotta play us. That's the that's yeah. the mantra this year. They gotta play us. And you've won five in a row by thinking about being one and oh, you know, every single week, which is the way you got to approach it. If you can do that four more weeks, you're number one seed in the national in the AFC, the number one seed. You win the last four games, you know, one and oh four more times. You control your own destiny totally. I mean, once you get into the month of December and into January now, the way the schedule's out, I mean, that's all you want, right, is to be able to yeah. say, I can control my own destiny. Yeah, you want to have a chance to be able to say you can control your own destiny. That, that would mean a lot to us. So, you know, we're, we just got to go out there and keep winning, man, just one game at a time, take care of business this week and then next week and then the week after. And, you know, I tell you the way I, I look at it. I don't even know who we play week to week to week. Every week it comes up. I know we got another game. And I'm, you know, Monday I start looking at film of that team, and I'm excited about what we got to do. But I don't look too far in advance so, so that I don't go ahead and mess up my eyes by having my eyes on the wrong prize. I love it. I love it. So I'm not saying that it was a good thing to have the knee injury, but the fact that you had the knee injury and you've rehabbed it and you're feeling good with it, and, and we're able to maybe less wear and tear on the rest of your body. Do you actually feel better going down the stretch of this season than maybe uh, you have in the past overall physically, or is it about the same? Yeah, yeah I feel really good. Um, I feel like I kind of felt feeling to this point kind of last year. I felt like this year I started off feeling so healthy that, you know, the knee injury kind of set me back, but I feel like I'm right back to where I need to be. So I feel good. Um Body feels good. The rest of my body feels fine. So I'm excited. You know, the next couple of weeks we're gonna keep it rolling and keep it rolling until these playoffs. And you know, that's that's our plan to keep it going. One and zero. Just have a one and zero season from here on out. I hear you, man. Last year, after 13 games, team was seven and six. Got fire. Playoffs. Go to Super Bowl 56. Mm-hmm. Sure, nine and four. You know, I mean. I guess from a media standpoint, the media part of me is like, oh man, you go back and it's like eight points away from being 12 and one right now. I mean, but you can't go back, you know, and uh, the offensive line obviously is, has gotten cohesive and they're in a rhythm and Joe Burrow's much healthier than he was at the beginning of the season. It looks to me really like this football team is looking very similar in this December as to what you looked like last December. Do you guys feel that way? Yeah, we feel good. Um, you know, you can't live off last year's success, but uh, we 
we, we feel good as a team. Guys are generally pretty healthy, and so we feel like we, we, we got our best foot forward going, and we just got to keep earning every week, keep going there, working hard, and making sure we do what we do and understand that, you know, we got to go out there and win. We control We can control our destiny with everything that we need right in front of us. Your, your defensive line room with Coach Hobby, and, and, and this I can say this about the whole football team, this football team has as many good people as as I've seen on on on, on a single football team. The locker room yeah. is extraordinary. Each position group has multiple leaders. I mean, it's it's incredible. What's what's your defensive line room like with Coach Hobby? Oh man, it's it's, it's serious. It's a really work room um, that I try to keep pretty lighthearted in there. <laughs> um, I'm always the one usually make, making a joke or cracking around, but um, it's pretty it's 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 pretty a tight knit group though. Everybody cares yeah. about each other. Um, we feel like we can all call each other out. We talk. The young guys don't feel like they don't have a voice in that room. We keep them in check, but they still definitely feel like they have a voice, and we're all there to help them. Um, you know, we just take pride in just being 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 close, and he takes pride in teaching us. He's a really good teacher, man. Uh, one of the best at just breaking down the game so that people understand what what he exactly wants wants from you as a coach, like what he wants, and so that that means a lot to us as as a, as a group that we always know he's trying to help us in the best way possible. It's never any shade. It's never. Him just hating on anything, it's none of that is everything he says is real, it's hundred percent not to have a best interest in what he has going on, it's for the best interest of the team every time. EJ, I can't thank you enough for carving time on a uh, you know, an off day. you got a lot of work getting ready now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and and you're you're having one hell of a season. Uh, there, there's no doubt. I'll be your campaign manager for Pro Bowl. I mean right. it's it's ridiculous if you don't get there. I mean, you're playing at that uh, at that kind of level, man. And I'll, really? I'll start booking, I'll start making travel arrangements for your friends and family. <laughs> you know they big on sacks, man. I don't got any this year. Maybe I don't have any this year. I got to get to the quarterback. I got to figure out a way in these next couple of weeks to get back there. You know what? It'd be a good week. Get a sack on the go. Yep. That'd, that'd get you some some pub. <laughs> Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.